throws it deep downfield. Tyree who makes the catch. What a play by Manning. And what a catch by Tyree. Manning takes the snap. Lobs it left. First is wide open. Touchdown Giants. Touchdown. Deep ball down the left sideline. And it's going to be caught. Was he inbounds? Yes. Manningham on the sideline. Brady heaves one. Down the middle of the field into the end zone. A jump ball. And it's incomplete. And the ball game's over. And the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. Welcome to episode four of the Papa's Perspective podcast, brought to you by Bob's Discount Furniture, the official furniture store and mattress partner of the New York football giants. I am John Schmelk. He is the voice of the Giants, Bob Papa. We take a look at some of the calls that Bob has had, some of his favorite calls, and some of the best games against the Giants opponent that upcoming week. This week, the Giants host the Philadelphia Eagles, so Bob, we're going to focus on only Giant home games against the Eagles and save the road games for the game later in the year. Yeah, and uh, John, I mean, I was only doing the play-by-play for the Giants. It was my sixth year. Uh, There was the playoff year in 1997, Jim Fossil's first year after a couple losing seasons. And then after a disastrous 1999, uh, Ernie Accorsi and staff put together a roster with the draft picks from the mid to late 90s coming to fruition. John Fox was the defensive coordinator. Sean Payton was the offensive coordinator. The Giants dipped into the free agent market, and they had a really good football team, a really good football team to the point that they were hosting a playoff game in the divisional round against the arch-rival Philadelphia Eagles. Now, this was a point in time in Giants history where the Giants are having a free run against the Eagles, but you knew this game was going to be tough. And Giants fans, after that disappointing playoff loss to Minnesota in 1997, where they fell apart down the stretch, blew a nine-point lead late, uh, they were just itching. And there was electricity in Giants Stadium that, you know, harkened you back to the 80s and some of those great championship teams. It felt like a heavyweight fight. Giants and Eagles, stadiums rocking, people are waving the white towels, and boom, right out of the gate. This is back in the day when teams won the coin toss and they elected to receive before they started doing the deferring stuff. So the Giants won the toss. They said, let's get the football. And bam, they put some number on Philadelphia. David Akers to kick the football off. It's on a tee at the 30-yard line. The Giants have two men back deep, Damon Washington and Ron Dixon. We are set for today's game. Akers, a left-footed kicker, gets into the ball, and it's a good lining kick. Dixon will take it from his own four. Up to the 10, 15, breaks right, 20, 25, 30. There goes Dixon to the outside. It's a foot race. Ron Dixon in midfield. Ron Dixon's going to score. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. No flags. 97 yards. I could still feel the heat and the energy from Giants Stadium coming up into the broadcast booth. Was that the best Giants team to that point that you had done play-by-play for, Bob, would you say? Uh, as the full-time play-by-play guy, yeah. The, the, the 97 team was Dave Brown got hurt. Danny Cannell did a nice job managing the game. Uh, they had young defensive players like Jason Seahorn and Felipe Spark. You know, they were, they were coming into their own a little bit. But this 2000 team was good. You know, this was Jim Fossil moved the chips. The late Jim Fossil moved the chips to the center of the table before the Arizona game. But this was a team that was good. Seahorn was a lockdown kind of corner. 
that played really well against the big receivers, the big-time receivers. And, man, right out of the gate, the Giants deliver a big punch. So Philadelphia staggering. They get the ball, their first possession, and on a third and four, pick a good field position, boom, the Giants get a sack. Cornelius Griffin and Keith Hamilton get the sack, force the punt. Uh, They trade possessions. Giants aren't able to get anything going offensively, but neither is Philadelphia. Um, And then late in the first quarter, Philadelphia is trying to put a drive together. um, And then Donovan McNabb uh, throws a pass to Small, who fumbled it. Sean Williams recovers the fumble. Talented guy. Setting up a short field for the Giants. Uh, Tiki Barber has a 12-yard run. Brad Del Wiso kicks a field goal. So on the first play of the second quarter. So now you feel like the Giants have control of this game. They're up 10-zip. They get the ball back. They got another nice drive going. Uh, and Ron Dane, uh, the Heisman Trophy winner, fumbles on a first and 10 at the Philadelphia 28-yard line. Uh, so that kind of took a little wind out of the sails. Again, the Giants aren't doing much offensively. Philadelphia gets the ball back, and uh, they start a drive against the Giants, but the Giants' defense comes up huge. Play clock down to 10. McNabb over center, two receivers right. One to the near side, left is small. Split back set. McNabb drops straight back. McNabb hits, sack, fumbles the football, it's loose, and the Giants recover it at the 26. Cedric Jones recovered it. Michael Strahan got the sack. Cedric Jones on the recovery. So now the Giants are set up. First and 10 at the 26. First and 10 at the 14. Remember, this is pre-Coughlin. Tiki Barber fumbles the football away. And now the chance for the Giants to widen the 10-0 lead with a first and 10 at the 14-yard line goes poof. McNabb again over center. Drops straight back. Giants on a blitz. McNabb hit as he throws. Swings it right. And the pass nearly it is intercepted by Seahorn. He's got it on the run. Down the left sideline. Cuts it at the 10. Five. Touchdown! What a play by Seahorn. Unbelievable athleticism. It's one of the most iconic plays in Giants stadium history. Let's face it, Giants history. Um, now that we listen back to the call um, and we remember what the replay looked like in our heads, I mean... What he what Seahorn was able to do, and I'm, I'll, I'll never forget this. Michael Strahan said this a million times: the best athlete, athlete that he ever played with in all of his years in the NFL. Now we're talking about NFL caliber athletes. Said J- Jason Seahorn, hands down the best athlete. Honestly, Bob, I've seen that video. I'm surprised you were able to pick up the fact that it was an interception that quickly because it just looks like a pass breakup at first because he gets a deflection, right? But then he manages to hold on to it. How did you see it so quickly that it was a pick? Young eyes. Young <laughs> eyes. That was right. Sixth year is the play-by-play voice of the New York Giants. Uh, let's see. How old was I at that point? I was uh, 27. Did you have the binoculars out for that, or did you the, see that straight? Had the binoculars. Had the binoculars, yeah. You know, you, you, had to, you had to have the binoculars out. No, I wasn't 27. I was 37. I was 37. So 17 zip Giants, uh, 17 3. Eagles get a a late field goal. So it's 17 3 going to the third quarter. Um, Philadelphia, um, they have the football. They do nothing. The Giants do nothing. They kind of trade possessions. So Philadelphia punts the ball away. 
And Amani Toomer fumbles the punt return. So Philadelphia takes over at the Giants' 32-yard line. Down 17-3. to Giant defense keeps them out of the end zone, though. They keep them out of the end zone. They play good defense. Philadelphia had it fourth and three at the 12, and David Akers missed a field goal wide right, which would be a theme in the next game we're going to bring you from the 2002 season. Wide right seems to be a theme for Akers in the old Giants stadium. Um, Giants um, don't do anything with the possession. They punt it. The Eagles punt it back to the Giants. Uh, Kerry Collins hits Pete Mitchell near the end of the third quarter on a 14-yard pass. So that sets up the Giants in the red zone. Uh, Ron Dane gets a five-yard run, uh, actually from the Giants' 20-yard line. But um, the Giants now are keeping the ball away from Philadelphia. And early in the fourth quarter, you know, I mentioned that the Giants had a lot of players that they had drafted that were key players in all this. Ike Hilliard, Imani Toomer, Tiki Barber, so on and so forth. But there were also like some free agent pickups like Kerry Collins, the quarterback, and tight end Pete Mitchell, who made a big play to start the fourth. 17-3 Giants. Dane the lone setback. Make the handoff to Dane. Collins looking to his left. Throws a bomb over the middle. Cut by Mitchell at the 10. Tackled at the 9. Pete Mitchell with a huge catch. Running the seam a la Bavaro. Gain of 33. Crushed the goal Giants. Bob Papa pumped up on that one. It's a playoff game, man. I was all fired <laughs> up. Pete Mitchell, 33 yards. So now the Giants, remember, they're up 17-3. to and, yeah, all right, salt this thing away here. They got first and goal at the nine, and Luke Pettigrew gets called for a false start, which means that they wind up having to settle for a field goal from Brad Del Wieso to make it 20-3. to You would have felt a lot better at 24-3 to at that point, but 20-3 to is where you're at. Eagles get the ball. They have to go for it on a fourth and 15 at midfield. Uh, they complete a 14-yard pass. Brandon Short, Brandon Short, war number 53, made a heck of a play. I could still remember it uh, in the middle of the field at Giants Stadium. Stops Lewis a yard short of the first down. So the Giants uh, are able to take over, and now they start burning clock, burning clock, burning clock. Punt's not a bad thing, right? Brad Maynard gets his punt blocked. So they get a punt blocked, and Philadelphia returns it. So they're starting at the eight-yard line. Um, and Philadelphia gets a pretty quick touchdown in 20 seconds. They took over the Giants eight with 2.21 to go. McNabb throws a touchdown pass. So now, you know, it's 20 to 10. And you're like, okay, still a game under control. Uh, the Giants recover the onside kick. Collins takes a knee. Next thing you know, the Giants are moving on. He goes to an E, does Kerry Collins. The celebration is on. See you next week, folks. A Giants record crowd of 78,000 plus. Watch the Giants win it, 20 to 10. And the following week, they'd play the best game ever in the history of the New York Giants in Giants Stadium. Yeah, and Bob, they ended up going all the way to the Super Bowl that year. A bitter end, obviously, but a heck of a playoff run. Yeah, which, by the way, about that Super Bowl game, um, I know everybody always looks at it as the, you know, redheaded stepchild because the Giants have won four Super Bowls, so no one ever likes to talk about it. But that game was a one-possession game against the Ravens, you know, early in the fourth quarter. 
the final score, despite all the Collins interceptions and stuff, the Giants were in that. They had a million chances in that game. Um, but yeah, that the, penalty or in the game that, that took that big touchdown yeah, off early the in the game, the Armstead pick six, but that's for another podcast at another time, <laughs> uh, when the giants play the Ravens, uh, next year or the year after. All right. And now let's go ahead to 2002. Yeah. We're going to look at games between the giants and Eagles at giant stadium or MetLife stadium and the happier times, because a lot of the giants games against the Eagles at home, were not exactly memorable experiences like the 2000 and, Eight NFC divisional playoff round in which the Giants lost at home to Donovan McNabb and the Eagles. And obviously the Giants, the year before they won Super Bowl 46, you know, they had a really good team in 2010, um, but 10 wins didn't get them in the playoffs. And, and really the highlight of the season was the blown lead at home against the Philadelphia Eagles in Miracle in the Meadowlands Part 2 with Deshaun Jackson's punt return. But we have some... Other memorable moments when the Giants were home against Philadelphia, like the game in December of 2002. All right. The Giants are two years removed from being in the Super Bowl. They had a really good team in 2002. They were coming on down the stretch and they're playing Philadelphia for. And I remember the energy and the feel inside of Giants Stadium and, you know, everybody was just all fired up. There was like no Eagles fans in the building and and. You just got a sense that this was going to be an exciting day, but a nervous day. And it started off nervously for me because I remember Philadelphia puts together a quick 67-yard drive, and they go up 7-0 on the opening possession of the game. It was a double reverse. FedEx, Freddie Mitchell, hands it off to James Thrash for a 20-yard touchdown. So quickly the Giants are down 7. Uh, Devin Joyce had a nice punt return, a kickoff return. Giants have a drive going. So now they have second and goal at the six. Kerry Collins throws an interception. So he throws a pick. He was trying to get it to Shockey. And it's like, oh, man, you know, it's going to be one of those days. And the Giants wind up trailing going into uh, the second quarter. They're down 7 nothing. They've had good field position. They've had good opportunities. Nothing's really going their way at this point. So I'm not really, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling it right now. I got Dick Lynch by my side. He's always pretty positive. Um, so in the second quarter, Giants are still trailing 7-0. They finally get a nice drive going. Uh, Tiki Barber had a 13-yard run on a third and six. And then it looked like the Giants finally got the game tied up. Collins play fake to throw. Swings it right. Put by Stackhouse. Nice touchdown! This time it's in. He held on to it. Went across the goal line with both hands. And he scored the TD. Nice quick pass going by Collins on the right side. Flag on the play. It's coming back. All right. Penalty. Holding. Number Number 78 offense. 10 yards. He's second down. That's Mike. Mike Mike Rosenthal. Yeah, so Mike Rosenthal touchdowns off the board. But the Giants uh, wind up having a first and 10 at the Philadelphia 11 now because of – uh, there was a penalty against the Eagles. So you had first and goal at the six. They had first and goal at the 11. Now it's second and goal at the three. And now I think the Giants are going to get the game tied. Ball at the three. Barber's slip, takes the handoff, then fumbles the football. It's loose. 
Philadelphia saying they have it. Shockey says the Giants have it at the three-yard line. No, Philadelphia had it. Shockey was wrong. Now, I mean, Tiki had 203 yards rushing in this game. But remember, this is pre-Coughlin, John. So the fumble issues with Barber uh, were something that was there. And the Giants wind up not scoring. They have two touch- They have a touchdown taken off the board. Go to the locker room. Uh, down seven zip at the half. So, yeah, yeah. I, I remember that feeling, you know. It was like, because at this point in time, you have to remember this too. In these fossil years, now for younger Giants fans, they may not realize this, but in the fossil years and the early Coughlin years, the Giants never lost to the Eagles. To me, this rivalry switched with the 2008 playoff loss. Right. At Giants Stadium because the Eagles couldn't cover Plaxico Burris. He had shot himself, and he was unavailable. And that that deep threat that occupied Brian Dawkins was gone. And we will have a lot of those, by the way, Burris plays in our second Eagles-Giants show that we do. Correct, yeah. When, when the Giants play in Philadelphia, we'll look back at some of the Giants games in Philadelphia. This is at home games for the Giants but so that's where this rivalry switched so you kind of felt you know even though things are going wrong that the Giants are going to find a way to win the game they get the ball to start the third they move it downfield um and uh you know they got a first and 10 and you're feeling okay about things and and Tiki's running it really well but disaster strikes again First and 10 at the 40. They give it left for Barber. He's got a block from Pettigrew. Barber crossed the 45, got stripped. The ball came loose. Now one official is marking it down. The Eagles fall on the football. At midfield, they're giving the Eagles the ball. Barber fumbling again. He's saying his knee was down. It was not. No, LeVon Kirkland, uh, the former Pittsburgh Steeler, uh, recovered it. I mean, Tiki had three fumbles in this football game. And uh, so there you go. Another opportunity missed. Giants get the ball back. Philadelphia gets a couple first downs. Giants drive the ball down the field. Barber has a 39-yard run in here. As I said, he had 200-plus yards rushing. So at least the Giants are going to get some points on the board, right? No. All right, this will be a 36-yard field goal from the left hash. Going this way, Brian has missed a lot right in warm-ups. Snap, spot, kick on its way, end over end, it's drifting right, and it is no good. Now, Bob, this feels like one of those classic games. Every opportunity to put points on the board, turnovers in the red zone, missed field goals. This feels like it has a loss written all over it at this point. Yeah, and you know, one of the reasons why I go down on the field before the games, and I always watch the kickers, because especially in Giants Stadium, more than even Matt Lye Stadium, the wind was tricky. And in my call there, I said... In pregame warmups, he missed a lot right. Well, he missed it right. So the Giants are still being shut out. Fourth quarter comes, and the Giants finally get some big plays going. Uh, they got a first and first and twenty-five at their own eighteen-yard line after Rosenthal got called for a clip. Shockey comes through. First and twenty-five back at the Giants' eighteen. Seven nothing Eagles here in the fourth. Collins to throw, pressure up the middle for Shockey, who makes a great catch at the 38, got knocked down, but he held on to the football. So Shockey makes a play. Giants have it first and 10 at the 43. Again, they're trailing 7-0. They've had 8 billion chances to get points on the board, 
And now they finally do with a first and 10 at the Eagles 43. First and 10 at the Philadelphia 43. Shockey split right. Toomer split left. Jones in motion to the right. Dane in at halfback. Play fake to Dane. Collins steps up, looking for the deep ball. There's a flag on the play. Looking for Toomer. Makes the catch for a touchdown. But it's coming back, folks. Another penalty on the Giants. Yeah, buddy Richie Soybert. So, you know, now you start to sit there and you're saying to yourself, how many times can you score and have touchdowns taken off the board or big plays? But the Giants get it downfield. Um, They make play after play. They wiggled out of a first and 20. And finally, the game gets tied. Second and goal at the 7, 8.28 to go. Giants trailing 7-0. Tumor goes wide right, Jones slot right. Shockey split left. Shockey has what he wants, man-to-man coverage. Jones comes in motion to the left. Eagles on a blitz. Collins lobs it right, looking for Shockey. He's got it. he's got it for a touchdown. He took it right away from Dawkins. I love Dick Lynch all over that, Bob, pre-snap. He was all over it, man. Dick knew what he was talking about. I mean, he knew the game. He definitely understood the concepts. So that touchdown stands. So it's 7-7. Right now you're looking at the clock and you're looking and you're like, all right, we're starting to wind down here. This is first place in the divisions on the line. Philadelphia gets the ball. They get one first down. They punt. So the Giants, um, you know, they're starting on their own seven-yard line. Can you just kind of get out of the shadow of your own end zone? Barber goes for eight. So it's second and two at the Giants, 15, and then more issues for Big Blue. Four down linemen for the Eagles. They give for Barber, gets a block from Seibert, up to the 20, and tackled at the 24. The ball popped loose. He was, they're giving it to him. Philadelphia has the football. They're giving it to him. Barber was down, and he coughed it up for the third time today. I can just sense a defeat in your voice, Bob. Like, I can't believe this is happening again. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, then he Philadelphia starts the possession at the Giants' 26-yard line with 434 to go. The division's on the line. Despite all of Barber's yards, it means nothing. And then with 116 to go, Philadelphia, you know, they use the clock. They force the Giants to use their timeouts. And with 116 to go, David Akers, who at the time was one of the best kickers in the NFL, has a very makeable field goal to give Philadelphia the lead. Giants line up with 116 to go. Detmer to hold. Akers for the lead in a 7-7 game. Snap, spot, kick on its way. It's drifting, and it is no good. Wide right. Wide right. You know, it's the same end of the field where Bryant's wide right happened. And it was at that end of the field to the right of our broadcast booth in MetLife Stadium. You know, that end zone, that south end zone, um, it was tricky. And the, the wind would be whipping around in there, and it would look like it should be, it would, those kicks would blow back off the right upright, but they would hang to the outside. They would not drift. So, feeling misses the field goal. We're going to overtime. Um, and then the giant defense, Philly gets the ball first. These are the old overtime rules. First team to score wins the game. Eagles have it at midfield, third and five. Giants trying to get set. Barrel has to cover a back out deep to the left. Philly back, looking, throws it over the middle. Pass is deflected, intercepted by Sean Williams. Brandon Short tipped it. Sean Williams have it. First turnover of the day. Giants have the ball. 
They start at the Eagles 37. Uh, Barber goes for five. Barber goes for 10. Barber doesn't fumble. Collins fumbled a snap, though, in this whole thing that Tiki recovered. So there's an irony in all this. And then uh, with 9.55 to go in overtime, here comes Matt Bryant again. So here comes Bryant to try a 39-yard field goal to put the Giants in the playoffs. 40-yard. He gets set. We await the snap. Allen to hold. Snap. Spot. Kick on its way. Plenty of leg. And it is gone! Oh, oh my gosh. Would you believe it? The Giants are going to the playoffs. Matt Bryant from 39 yards out in overtime. Pandemonium at Giants Stadium. A 10-7 win over the Eagles. Giants go into the playoffs. Obviously, we all know what happened with that debacle against the 49ers. Uh, But that was a team that a lot of people around the NFL felt was a team that could have made it to the Super Bowl. They didn't. So uh, we move on to our next game, John. 2012. Now it's MetLife Stadium. uh, December the 30th. And unlike the previous game that we paid attention to, this game... You don't get many breathers against the Eagles, but this one was. Um, the Giants were 5 of 8 on third downs. They controlled the action in this football game. And unlike some of these other games, they kind of get things going uh, pretty early. Philadelphia gets the ball first, so the Giant defense with Philly driving makes a play. Vick and a shotgun, McCoy to his left. Giants show blitz off the edge. Vic back, gets hit, throws it over the middle, intercepted by Stevie Brown at the 25. Gets up, runs left to the 40. He's across midfield, down the left sideline of the 40. Cuts back to his right inside the 30, still on his feet, and finally tackled at the 25. Yeah, so a 48-yard return. David Wilson uh, runs it on three straight plays. He goes for 10, 13, and 3. David Wilson, remember him, folks? Uh, So now it's second and three at the Philadelphia 3. Eli Manning goes up top second and goal at the three randall tight to the right Cruz tight left bunch formation left manning back to throw looks back at the end zone touchdown giants ruben randall on the post the rookie gets his second touchdown catch of the season manning's 22nd touchdown pass and the giants convert the turnover to a touchdown ah what we thought ruben randall might become his rookie season with the giants seven zip Eagles go three and out. Uh, Bradshaw has a big 17-yard run on a third and one. So second offensive possession, and uh, Eli goes to the rookie again. One back set is Wilson. Manning drops straight back to throw. Has time. Deep ball down the left sideline, and the pass is caught by Randall, and he falls into the end zone for a touchdown. He beat Nandi Asamoah and Randall with his second touchdown catch of the game. Is this the dream team year for the Eagles, Bob? I heard Nam the Asama, which is why yeah. I'm asking the question. It was, right? Yeah, I mean, this is when they put together their group that was supposed to take over the world. Didn't happen. Nope. Did not work. Pretty, pretty not good. Uh, so 14 <laughs> nothing Giants. Eagles go three and out again. Giants, third possession, third and four. And uh, Manning, this time, mixes it up and goes to his veteran running back. Manning from the shotgun set, back to throw. Has Bradshaw down the right side, and he's got him at midfield. Spins off a man at the 40. 
rolls to his 30-yard line and tackle from behind by Rogers Cromartie at the 28-yard line. 42-yard pass play to Bradshaw up the right sideline. Then uh, three plays later, the Giants make it 21-zip. First and 10 at the 15, Manning out of the gun, back to throw. Looks, throws right, he's got Wilson in the end zone, who makes the catch for the touchdown! Just a quick note on Wilson, Bob. One of the most athletic guys that I think either one of us have, have ever seen in at a Giants training camp. I'll never forget, you know, when he suffered that neck injury that ended his career, how scary it was, where he basically ran into his own offensive lineman's back in a practice in the summertime, and you can literally just see his legs go out from underneath him, and he collapsed. And, you know, he ended up trying to do, I think it was a triple jump, right? He tried mm-hmm. to qualify for that later. He tried to make it back. And it was just one of those unfortunate things. We're a really good athlete. He can never really figure out how to play the running back position. And then the injury just kind of cut his career short. Yeah, and this was a very frustrating season for the Giants, too, because coming off the Super Bowl in 2011, if you remember, they had lost a game in Washington a couple weeks earlier, um, a bunch of weeks earlier, where they they could have basically eliminated Washington and it was one of those games where they just let Washington hang in there, hang in there. And the Giants had the ball late, and Eli was driving. And then they missed passes and committed penalties. So now the Giants are in a position here. they got to win this game, and then they got to hope, you know, tiebreaker-wise or something that it's going to work out for them and get in the playoffs. Uh, but they got to take care of business. Philly gets a touchdown to start the second. Giants go on a long drive, and again, Bradshaw pays it off. First to go at the one for the Giants, so the drive continues with the penalty. 6.30 to go in the half. I set. Giants show and run the whole way. Bradshaw the tailback. Pass going motion to the right. Handoff right for Bradshaw to the end zone. Touchdown, Giants. For Ahmad Bradshaw, his sixth rushing touchdown of the season. And for Bradshaw, that's career rushing touchdown number 32. He's ninth all-time on the Giants list, one behind now, Ron Johnson. So uh, now it's 28-7. Eagles late in the half, 23 seconds to go. Ball's at midfield, and the Eagles decide to go for it. Fourth and five at midfield, and uh, Michael Vick's pass to Jeremy Macklin goes for four yards. Will Hill makes the tackle. Now there's 17 seconds to go. Manning hits Dominic Hickson for 30. I remember this. It was like boom, boom. And then on the very next play, the Giants widen their lead. Randall and Cruz split left. Cruz in the slot. Giants picked up the blitz nicely. Manning out of the gun. Back to throw. Climbs the pocket. Throws it deep to the end zone for Cruz. Who's got a touchdown, Giants? So it's 35-7 at the half. Eli has five touchdown passes in this game. Um, You know, doesn't throw for a ton of yards. Uh, They just kind of trade possessions in the third quarter of this game. And then, um, as I mentioned, Eli threw five touchdown passes. In the fourth quarter, the final scoring, you know, sometimes you got to give the workman a little effort. And Eli pays back his fullback, Henry Hynoski. Manning, play fake, he'll throw. Rolls right, throws right, Hynoski's got it, touchdown! <laughs> Henry Hynoski's first career touchdown. Doing a little rhino there. 
in the end zone. His own touchdown dance. Heino the Rhino. Yeah, that was the, that was the birth of Heino the Rhino. Did the and, horn. Yep, he did the horn. Good guy, Henry Hynoski. And, uh, yeah, the Giants win the football game, but they don't make it into the postseason. So uh, the next one that we're going to visit back to is in 2016, the year that the Giants made the playoffs in this stretch of time, 2016, Ben McAdoo, uh, rookie head coach for the Giants. Giants are trying to chase down the Cowboys. Ironically, the Giants swept the Cowboys that year, but still didn't win the division. But uh, on November the 6th, the Giants are playing the Eagles at MetLife Stadium. Um, and again, you got Eli Manning. Now it's against Carson Wentz. Um, you got OBJ. You got Victor Cruz. You know, you got guys that can make plays. Giants still go three and out to start the game, um, but the Giant defense, two plays later, gets the ball right back. Wentz back to throw under pressure, chased by Vernon, throws it high, intercepted by Landon Collins at the 30-yard line. And then he gets tackled at the 27. Vernon got the pressure, bad throw, and Wentz turns it over. So the Giants get the ball back, and they've improved their field position by a lot. And two plays later, the Giants take the lead. Manning in a shotgun set. Play fake. Quick slant. Odell's got it at the 20. Cuts at the 15. He's to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Giants. Bam, just like that. 26 yards. Odell celebrates his 24th birthday yesterday with a touchdown on Sunday against the Eagles. 7-zip Giants. Um, Eagles... Get the ball back, and two possessions and two picks for the Giant D. Wentz in a shotgun, two receivers left, tight end flex left. He takes the snap, he's back to throw. Steps up, fires it high over the middle, intercepted once again. Andrew Adams, the rookie free agent with his first career pick, and he's chased out of bounds at the Philadelphia 30. It was during this time, Bob, they kept trying to find that safety to go next to Landon Collins. Adams was like the last iteration of that group. Yeah, because, you know, guys were getting injured and, and, and people that they brought in. So Andrew Adams, who wound up having, is having a nice career, yeah. gets the interception. Um, and then three plays later, Manning makes him pay again. So Manning, a 30-yard touchdown pass to Roger Lewis, and it's 14-zip Giants. Uh, that's where we stood after one 14-3 Giants. Philadelphia gets a touchdown, though. It's 14-10. to uh, and then the Giants regain the lead. Manning hooks up with Odell Beckham Jr. Manning looks to his right, barks out a signal, takes the snap, lobs one right corner of the end zone. Touchdown, Giants, Odell Beckham Jr. It's second of the ball game. So Odell with a one-yard touchdown catch, 21-10 Giants. Now a big player, remember, near the end of the first half, Philadelphia has it uh, – in Giant territory, they have fourth and one at the Giant six. And the Giant defense, again, makes a play in this game. I set with Sproles the tailback. Wentz calls signals. Ertz in motion to the right. Wentz hands off to Sproles. Turns right. Can he get to the five? I don't know. It's close. It looks like he's short. No, he is short. They tried power football with the smallest guy on the field. Yeah, and Snacks Harrison and Kelvin Shepard got the stop. Uh, Giants get the ball back, but they can't do anything with it. So Philadelphia has the football. We're under two minutes to go in the half. 
Um, and now Philadelphia gets stopped at the Giant 22. So they're going to try to at least make it 21 to 13 at the half, but not so fast. So out comes Caleb Sturgis to try a 30, a 40-yard field goal. He's hit from 34. Snap is clean. Kick on its way, and it's blocked by the Giants and picked up by Janoris Jenkins. Jenkins out to midfield. Jenkins in Eagles territory, and then he fumbled the football. It's loose. Giants still have it. Yeah, Mark Herzlick actually pounced on it. Giants don't get points, but JPP with the blocked field goal. So you got a couple of interceptions, a blocked field goal. Giants go to the locker room up 21-10. Philly scores to start the third, 21-17. Giants march the ball down the field. Um, and then, again, Manning with another big pass when needed. Manning working over center. Jennings, the tailback. Manning drops straight back to throw. Steps up, has time. Throws one down to the right side for Shepard, who catches it for the touchdown. Sterling Shepard, 32 yards, a little breathing room for the Giants. It's now 28-17 to in favor of Big Blue. And uh, Shepard with a touchdown catch in that game. He had 50 yards receiving. But, you know, against Philadelphia, you can never relax. Eagles go three and out. Giants get the ball back. They don't do much with it. Philadelphia gets the ball back, um, and they wind up getting a field goal. So it's 28-10 to 10 early in the fourth quarter. They trade possessions. Manning gets intercepted on a pass intended for Odell with the Giants in plus territory. Defense rises up. Giants bad field position, three and out. Philadelphia gets the ball. But again, the Giants hold Philadelphia to a field goal. So it's 28-23. And now, now we're in the two-minute warning. Uh, 155 to go. And there's a big third and four for the Giants. He's trying to just... Take the air out of this game up five, but they make a mistake. Third and four from the Giants 29. Giants by five, 28 23, 155 to go. Manning takes the snap, drops back to throw, fires it over the middle, and the pass is caught, intercepted. A diving interception made by the Eagles. Deflected at the line of scrimmage, and then intercepted by Jordan Hicks at the 34 of the Giants. Yeah, worst case scenario there. Yeah, it was because now a touchdown by Philadelphia wins the game. They're down five, so they're not, you know, it was like the Giants um, when they were down in the Super Bowl, down four against the Patriots. You know, you're not, field goals out of the equation. It becomes four down territory, and that's what it was. This game came down to a fourth down play. Wentz calls out the signals. He takes the snap. He looks. He lobs one. Right corner of the end zone, and the pass incomplete. Intended for Jordan Matthews. Trevin Wade on the coverage. Yep, and that was how it ended. Giants hold on for a 28-23 win. All right, Bob, those are three games. We have five games coming your way when the Giants visit Philadelphia, and that's going to be a big focus on that 2002 to 2010 era when we have a lot of those games with Plastico Burris, like you mentioned. Yeah, a lot of um, a lot of fun games and a lot of memorable moments. Eli getting sacked like a pincushion down in Philadelphia, but still rising up to win. So it's, it's a fun trip back. And anytime we can play highlights that has Dick Lynch's voice yes. in it, it's a good day. All right, everybody, enjoy your Thanksgiving weekend. Of course, the Giants and Philadelphia Eagles at MetLife Stadium. We get to remember and 
put into the rafters, the jersey of Michael Strahan. He'll be there. It'll be a great look back at his great career with the Giants. Make sure you get in your seats and you're there for the halftime ceremony. For Bob Papa, I'm John Schmelk. That's the most recent episode of Papa's Perspective. It's all brought to you by Bob's Discount Furniture, the official furniture store and mattress partner of the New York Giants. We'll see you next time on Papa's Perspective.